Hey, this is Colin, and you are listening to Out Cold History Podcast, bringing you everything from past, present, to future, military, political, and biographical history. As you have noted in our previous two episodes, we've been called The History Podcast. We've changed that name um, because of some problems with naming issues with the, with History Podcasts. The names were too close, and we volunteered to change our name. So our new name is Out Cold History and our new email address is outcoldhistory at gmail.com. And our new website is www.outcoldhistory.blogspot.com. Please check out our website. And you're listening to episode one of Out Cold History Podcast entitled The Battle of Thermopylae. First off, I'd like to apologize for any mistakes I make in pronouncing any names or cities in this podcast. They're very difficult to pronounce. I hope you understand. And I'm going to start off with a summary of the podcast of, of the Battle of Thermopylae and then go into detail later on. The Battle of Thermopylae took place in 480 BC. Vastly outnumbered, the Greeks delayed the enemy in one of the most famous last stands of history. A small force led by King Lindidas of Sparta blocked the only road which the massive army of Xeres could pass. The Persians succeeded in defeating the Greeks, but withstand heavy losses. A local resident named Iphitides betrayed the Greeks, revealing them a mountain pass that led behind the Greek lines. Dismissing the rest of the army, King Leonidas stayed behind with 300 Spartans and 700 Thespian volunteers. Though they knew it meant their own deaths, they secured the retreat of the Greek forces. The performance of the defenders at the Battle of Thermopylae is often used as an example of advantage of training, equipment, and good use of terrain to maximize an army's potential as well as a symbol of courage against overwhelming odds. The heroic sacrifice of the Spartans and the Thespians has captured the minds of many throughout the ages and has given birth to many cultural references as a result. The size of the Persian army has been greatly disputed throughout history. The first estimate was a fleet crew of 517,610, an infantry size of 1,700,000, cavalry size of, of 80,000, Arabs and Libyans of 20,000, and Greek allies of 324,000, and a total of 2,641,610. Um, Herodias argues that this number needs to be doubled to account for support troops. Um, this figure has been rejected by modern historians. There are many estimates of how many troops were really at the Battle of Thermopylae. Um, the main three that I, that I came to were 300,000 total troops. Um, another figure I came to, which I came to multiple times, Whereas around 1,700,000, that includes the, both the battle troops and support troops, and normally the Persian army divided their army in half, so about half the army would have been support troops, and this figure has been proven to be the most accurate as historically correct. The other figure is 1,700,000 infantry plus 80,000 cavalry, and that's including support. Including support troops, so I think the uh, my personal opinion is the second one of around one million seven hundred thousand troops total for the Persian army. 
Herodotus said that the Greek army force was around 5,200 plus. Of these numbers were 300 Spartans and 700 Thespians. These were the these made up the main majority of the fighting force. These were the men who are the most trained for battle. Um, modern historians say there are around 700 most men trained to fight that day, most likely. I'm sorry, 7,000, not 700 troops. When the Persians arrived at Thermopylae, the Greeks were very, fear very fearful. The Persians sent one mounted scout to check out the Greek forces. The Greeks allowed the scout to enter their camp and to observe them and then depart. Once the scout returned to Xeres and told them of the size and that the, and that the Greeks were prepared to fight, um, Xeres asked Leonidas to come on his side and offered him to be king of all Greece. Leonidas answered, If you knew what is good in life, you would, you would abstain from wishing for foreign things. For me, it is better to die for Greece than to be monarch over my own compatriots. Then Xeres asked him more forcefully to surrender their arms. To this, Leonidas um, gave his noted answer. It's pronounced Mulde Lebe, which means come take them. This quote has been repeated by many later generals and politicians in order to express the Greeks' determination to risk a sacrifice rather than surrender without a fight. It is today's emblem of the Greek First Army Corps. Xeres waited, waited four days for the Greek forces to disperse. On the fifth day, he ordered an attack. While Greek morale was high, soldier Denikius, a Spartan soldier, was informed that Persian arrows were so numerous they blotted out the sun. He remarked with, with a characteristically lenatic prose, so much the better, we will fight in the shade. Today, this, motto, this is the motto of the Greeks' 20th Armored Division. During the second day of battle, a Greek man named Iphitidus informed King Xeres about a path around Thermopylae. He told Xeres that he would tell him for this path for a reward. Xeres was very grateful for this and gave him a very wealthy reward. This reward is not recorded in history. We just know that he was given something for his time and information. Um, he later died without a country and felt bad for betraying the Greeks, knowing that they could have possibly held off the entire Persian army. Um, he was assassinated and was and died without a country. When King Leonidas got whiff of the plan that Xeres was coming around the mountainside, he let the majority of his troops go. The only people that stayed behind were the 300 Spartans and 700 Thespians. The Thespians were led by General Demopolis, the son of Didromos. Um, he refused to leave along with some other Greeks, but cast in their lots to join the Spartans. The fighting was said to have been so extremely brutal, even for hoplite combat. As their numbers diminished, the Greeks retreated to a small hill in the narrowest part of the pass. The Thebans took this opportunity to surrender to the Persians. After their spears were broke, the Spartans and Thespians kept fighting with exopas, or short swords. And after those broke, they were said to have fought with bare hands, teeth, and nails. The Greeks killed many Persians, including two of Xeres' brothers, and the final stand 
Leonidas was eventually killed. Rather than surrender, the Spartans fought frantically to defend his body. To avoid losing any more men, the Persians killed the last of the Spartans with flights of arrows. When the body of Leonidas was recovered by the Persians, Xerxes was in such a rage at the loss of so many of his soldiers that he ordered the head be cut off and the body be crucified. The mutilation of the corpse, even in the in even one of the enemy, carried a great social stigma for the Persians. And it was an act that Xerxes was said to have been deeply regretted afterwards. Forty years after the after the battle, Leonidas' body was returned to the Spartans, where he was buried with full honors, and funeral games were held every year. Well, in the end, the Persians did win the Battle of Thermopylae. Spartans are still looked upon to this day as a sign of courage, self-discipline, determination, and leadership. The Greek poet Gavius wrote in one of his most famous poems entitled Thermopylae in 1903, let honor be to those in whose life it was set to guard Thermopylae, never moving away from duty, just and equals in all of their acts, but with sadness and compassion, brave once they are rich, and when they are poor, brave again, coming to aid as much as they can, always speaking the truth, but without hate for those who lie. Once again, this topic is so extremely vast that it is hard to condense all of this information in the one podcast. If you'd like any more information on the Battle of Thermopylae, please email me at outcoldhistory at gmail.com. Also, visit our website at www.outcoldhistory.blogspot.com. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you. Have a great day.